everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney Travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bella Braddock. And I'm Amelia Bella Braddock. And today, Villa's reopening at Disneyland Hotel and some more Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser news. Yeah, I wouldn't say the Villas are reopening. I would just say they're <laughs> they're opening at Disneyland Hotel oh. for the <laughs> for the very first time. So, a couple of stories this week that we talked about recently, but now we have more information and we always pass that along when we get it. So, first of all, the Disneyland Hotel Villas are opening now we know on September 28th. So, a couple of dates You can book as of March 15th if you're a DVC member. So DVC members get a little bit of an advance, but not much because on March 16th, Disneyland Resort Magic Key holders can start making reservations. And then if you belong to neither of those groups, the very next day on March 17th, anyone can start booking. So if you want to be among the first to stay in these brand new hotel rooms, which is always sort of fun, right? I don't think I've ever been the very first person i've been the first week or not week but you know first month let's say but i don't think i've ever been very first one in a hotel to stay that'd be very exciting especially with these rooms that we talked about last week with their special designs i think it'd be very interesting to be the first person they do have these new cool duo studios and i think those are like the ones that they launched at the riviera so they're even smaller than a studio. Oh, great. Just so, what we wanted, a smaller hotel room. I don't know if uh, they're smaller than the Bay Lake Tower Studios, because I don't know anyone. I guess they just have one bed, I'm assuming. Yeah, I was going to say, who sat in those studios and was like, I don't, I don't need all of this all space. All of this space. This is, <laughs> this is Even this if there's, is there's only much. three of us, so... I'm not even kidding. I think my bedroom is bigger than the studio at Bay Lake. But anyway, if you do have maybe a low amount of points and... Although they're probably not going to be cheap. I haven't no. looked at a points chart myself. But well, I anyway, don't th- I don't think they'll be cheap. I just think they'll be smaller. Yeah, and they'll be well, they will be less expensive than a regular deluxe studio. Yes, hopefully. So that is coming September 28th. The first lucky people will be staying in that resort. And it's always fun to be first. Now, the story I want to talk about again, and I know people don't like to hear this, but <laughs> the news is sort of bearing out my personal views on this. So If you recall, we talked about Galactic Star Cruiser a few weeks ago and my view on the issues uh, that they had in launching it and that they shuttered it for the summer. Well, now they've come back with new dates, but the new dates, what they've done is very telling. So what they're doing now is they have dates on sale from October through December but they have cut it down to two sailings a week. This is really interesting. So because what does that tell you? Tell me that they're not selling anything because yeah. sailings are only two days. So now they're only in business four out of seven days. Yeah, so just over half the week. Which and is, from a business standpoint, not great. If you're selling out, you want all the dates, which leads me to believe So not. this is not a good sign. And I will say the financial media has now picked up on this. And there are a lot of stories circulating about saying... What is wrong with this Galactic Star Cruiser? So I feel a little vindicated. (laughs) And it's not just fully the price as far as I'm concerned. Because as I've said, I don't mind paying for things like this. In fact, we do a lot of, you know, we're pay for play. But it's the way they launched. They they devalued this experience for me before it even opened to the point where I do not want to give money to that. So what are they going to do? They've cut it down to two days a week. As the financial media says, this is not sustainable. Disney was, up until then, up until now, 
pretty much anything they did with Star Wars was a success. Even however badly some people might think they botched the movies, they continued to sell and those people continued to go. So in Disney's eyes, they can do no wrong. Yeah, so they've now run into a bit of a brick wall and they do have a serious problem. Long term, you cannot run this thing just twice a week. And Disney noted when they said this, you know, they're trying to obviously spin it in in a positive way, that they've learned a lot during the first year of operation. And it says, we've adjusted the voyage dates to meet the needs of our guests. Well, that doesn't make any sense at all. They've adjusted down to twice a week. That doesn't meet the guest needs. That means their needs to start saving money on this without completely closing it. So they're in trouble. And I'm guessing that behind the scenes in the boardrooms, There are uh, discussions going on right now as to what are we going to do? Because right now, Galactic Star Cruiser is not sustainable in this mode. We don't know if they've changed anything. They may have cut back on the characters or the number of cast members at all. We won't know until somebody goes. And it's not going to be me because (laughs) the price, I don't think, is less. Exactly, which is interesting also because maybe they are cutting back and they're not lowering the price. I don't know how that's supposed to draw more people in. I think a draw might be lowering the price, but you'd have to lower it pretty significantly. Yeah, you'd have to lower it. I would say cut it in half. Which would mean, I'm assuming, lots of cuts, unless they were having massive profit margins on this. I'm assuming they would need to take a lot out, which again begs the question of, is it worth it? Yeah, it hasn't worked out as they planned or they forecast, right? That's what we know for sure. So they're cutting it back to twice a week to save money, which means... They might be losing money on each sailing. Like you're cutting it back. So you're going to be saving money, but you're saving face by not just completely closing okay. it. And it's interesting on what, what are they closing? Because you like even if you close the hotel, there's still you can't just leave it abandoned for yeah, the, that that, those that... three days of the week. So what's going on in there then? Like, this what is are what they I doing? really want to talk about. So let's assume they're having internal discussion saying, what are we going to do with Galactic Star Cruiser? One thing, no matter if you like what I'm saying or not, one thing is indisputable. It's not working. It's not making money. And they've got to change something. So, A, they can lower the price and make less money on it. Knowing them, they'll cut the food back. They'll do some little things to lower their costs as well. Or they'll just make everything else an add-on. Yes. That's another way. Good. Yeah. Very, very low. But then... Oh, yeah, you get like this dining credit. But if you want, you know, real food. If you don't want a boxed lunch. Yeah. If you want like steak or something, I would like another $75. Yeah. If you want to eat in the dining room and not your room. Okay. So forget all that stuff. But then I really got thinking, should they reimagine this? Let's say it doesn't work out. It's too expensive. It's not making money. Running it only twice a week and just having it sit there empty for everything they spent on it probably is not a good idea. What else could they do? So I came up with some fun ideas. I want to see what you think of these. Reimagine this into a dinner theater. So forget about the overnight stays. This is no longer a hotel. It is now like a murder mystery dinner theater where you go to the Galactic Star Cruiser and you still have four or five hours and you're part of a play. You still get to eat. The characters still take in, but they've taken away the overnight component expenses of it, which I imagine would be significant. And you can now run this thing every single day, if not twice a day. That's true. Sort of like have, club villain. Yeah, you could have a lunch and, or an early dinner, a late dinner. You could have like even a breakfast one if you wanted. There's lots they could do with this. Yeah. So what do you think of that idea? I think it's good. I think they would need major renovations 
of all the guest rooms. Yeah, they rooms. would need to renovate it a little bit. But essentially, I think it could work. I think it could work too. They could still use the space. They could still, it's still fun, exciting. It's interactive. It's Star Wars immersive, but it's not a stay over vacation overnight anymore. So they can make this thing $500 a person or whatever it's going to be to have this dinner theater Star Wars experience. That's one thing I think they could do with this space. I wonder if they did that also, would they just do the same story every time? Or would they need to develop different stories to then get return guests? Like if you come this night, you get story whatever. If you get this night, you get story whatever B. Like and you I get... think if they do it this way, it's a lot easier to do that. Because the way they're doing it now, you're probably not getting a lot of return guests, I would have to assume. Yeah, that's right. So you're going to get repeatability, which is key. And the way that some of these dinner theaters do it is the story can even adapt and go on the fly so that the characters who are part of it don't really know until they see how the guests react. I think this could be a lot more fun They'd obviously get way more people doing it. You're still using the space. It's still Star Wars immersive. So this is sort of my personal favorite thing. Convert the Galactic Star Cruiser into a Star Wars dinner theater. I got you. And then they could give you like costumes or something to that effect to get the similar immersive experience while still having lower costs and repeatability like you mentioned is key because a lot of your people that are doing this are not doing it again. And the amount of people that are going to be spending thousands and thousands of dollars on this experience is probably not that, that many that they could keep it going long-term without anyone coming back. And then the other thing I was thinking they could do along the same lines, but even less work required by Disney, they still have to reno, refurb, is just make it a restaurant. So picture... At the very least, Picture yeah. the West Wing in the Beast Castle. You know, it's dark, it's themed. People love seeing the rose in there. They love seeing the picture with you the beast. You hate eating in the West Wing. No, well, it's dark to eat, but I mean the theming of it. Yeah. So you could make Galactic Star Cruiser, just like Cinderella's Royal Table or the Beast Castle, it is a character-themed Star Wars dinner. No show, no murder mystery where the... In a murder mystery, it's closer to what they're doing now because you're involved in it, right? It's It's fun. It would be less people and you could charge more. But I think it would all net out. It, you're going to pump more people through if you just make it a restaurant. So would you That's rather true. see them make it or just a restaurant, like a nice dining experience? I don't think they do quick service because they already have that. No. But a sit down, and that would belittle it too much for what they've spent in. Mm-hmm. But if they make it a sit down dining restaurant, or would you rather see it as a dinner theater? I like a dinner theater. I also I think, do too. <laughs> I also think to that effect, they could just make it like a regular theater. Like you could convert the guest rooms or if I don't know if you can see any Hollywood shows from where it's situated. But if you want to make it a viewing deck, kind of like California Grill to watch another show or make a fake show, like have convert it so that you're sitting inside a ship and you're watching something else like. um, Yeah, I was sort of thinking of Space 220 that as well, which is, you know, we haven't gone there yet, but that space themed restaurant. Or make it a theater for like a star, another Star Wars show. And if you make it a dinner theater, you can use the guest rooms as like breakout rooms. Like they can be anything where you take people or one could be a jail or something. Yeah, I mean, you, you can do anything you want. Or they can have the option of staying over after, just not so reliant on it. Yeah, I think if you're going to do this, you don't you take away the hotel. So then you don't need mouse keeping or any of that True. stuff, right? Just forget that. Expenses wise, yeah. Yeah, it, it, they'll definitely want to cut costs. There's no question about yes. that. <laughs> so... One thing, though, this is our fun discussion. Let us know what you think. Keep it as is. Well, I don't think that's possible. They've got to change something. 
They've either got to lower the price, make it a dinner theater, make it a restaurant or something, whatever they come up with. But one thing's for sure, they are keenly aware. And now that the financial media is on them, that means shareholders will get on them about it. They cannot sustain it the way it is with two sailings a week. It's not likely profitable. So something has to change. And what is that going to be? This is what we're going to watch as things evolve. I'm a little bit more interesting is when is that going to be? How long are they going to hold on to this before it becomes... Well, they're doing so it to unprofitable. The, that they're they doing it no to the end of the year, right? So they're doing October. No, that's only three months. It's yeah, but they're doing nothing until October. What we don't know is if they're implementing any changes. You may go in October, and it's going to be different than it is now. I bet you it is. They're that's cutting true. costs somehow. Disney's not stupid. They know they cannot. Yeah. They're not going to run at a deficit. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to run when they're losing money. So clearly, they've changed something or doing less sailings is a way to save money i'm just interested to see if that's it and then it's also saving face right they can't keep it shut forever (laughs) of course so maybe they'll use it as a focus group maybe they'll be testing some things out with these new sailings so Mm -hmm. we'll we'll start talking to people uh in october the first people who go will reach out and get some thoughts and see how it is it'll be especially interesting if people have gone before and they go again and if it's just the same then we know they're thinking longer term but they're going to have to do something with this place. I have to see where it evolves. Yep. We'll have to see where it evolves. So we're at Disney World right now as you're listening to this, gaining lots of good more information to share in our next episode with a little trip report and yes. some golden nuggets that we have exactly. discovered. Lots of interesting stories yeah. that we're excited to share yeah, with you. So we're here for the end of 50th before 100 moves in. <laughs> before? <laughs> On to the What's next. What's that? Another festival? All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And uh, we love all this stuff, right? I mean, it's fun to discuss what they're going to do and see if we can predict it right. So hope you're having a magical week as well. Wherever you are, we will see you again next week and have a magical day. Bye-bye.